0: Matchday live, match live Extra, I can't even speak after what I've just seen. Oh, goodness me. Calm down, Mikey. I do need it. <laughs> I've just had a message in, actually, from, uh, from Jan, who just says, and breathe, Mikey. Oh, wow. What a turnaround. What a game. Uh, Wolves should have probably won it. We'll talk about it because there were so many opportunities. They were so much better going forwards than they have been in recent weeks. They scored two goals. They probably should have scored more. In the end, this was the story of the game. In terms of the stats breakdown, Chelsea went 2-0 up, won a penalty. Uh, It wasn't originally given by the referee, Peter Banks. Remain Saiz brought down Romelu Lukaku on the very right-hand edge of the penalty area. But VAR, Jared Gillett, in charge of it, told Peter Banks to go and take a look. And he overturned his decision. I think we generally probably thought that was probably right call.
1: Yeah, well, we called it in before he looked at the monitor. um, Yeah. Just the way that he's moved his leg, Saez. So when we saw the replay, but it's, he, he can't do it. He should have dealt with it earlier on. He should have just kicked it out. So look, he's you're uh, coming up against a lad who's, who's a strong boy who can knock it out of the way, and he did that. He just made it uncomfortable for Saez, and unfortunately, got that penalty by uh, Saez just moving his leg towards him rather than actually on the being on the floor.
0: Um, Romelu Rikaku. Picked himself up, dusted himself down and and scored. Uh, Every all but one penalty the Wolves have conceded this season have been scored. They're actually into double figures now. For the amount of penalties and it's five penalties conceded in the last five games talk about that in just a second. Lukaku then got a quick second. Konakodie's slightly misplaced pass. Chelsea capitalized. Lukaku from the edge of the penalty area. It all looked done and dusted. Changes were made on came Francisco Trincao. He got to the edge of the box. Curled one in beautifully. Gave Wolves some hope. Raul Jimenez missed a good opportunity. He Chan Wang had already missed a great chance in the second half. In the first half even before all of this happened. There was 8 Nori running clean through and put it over. Liana Dendonka missed a potentially open goal after Pedro Neto's shot had been saved by Edouard Mendy. There were so many good chances. Romain Saiz had a couple from set pieces as well. But eventually, 97 minutes had been played. Chiquinho's cross and Connor Cody. Talk about right place, right time. Thank you, Nigel Pearson, for that commentary line. And Connor Cody scored the goal that gets Wolves a share of the points. Let's bring in Claire Hakeman, who's been watching from home and patiently waiting for Tomo and I to stop talking, stop rambling. Oh, I don't know what happened, Claire. What did you make of it's
2: it? I'm absolutely loving it, mate. I'm literally grinning from ear to ear, just listening to you. You know what? Football is all about those moments, isn't it? We, you know, Coming back from 2-0 down, it's two gifts from us. I mean, it's typical Wolves, really, that we've, you know... Chelsea haven't really, you know, they've tested us. I think Jose Azar has been immense all day, um, made some brilliant saves at crucial times for us. But the, both the goals are really a gift for Chelsea and they're not going to miss those kind of opportunities. But to come back into the game the way we did, it's everything we spoke about before the game. We spoke about wanting to see the desire, we wanted to see them battle. Um, I think uh, I think the big factor for me was that there's contributions all over the pitch, uh, I think from defence, I thought Bolly was immense today at the back. I think just the way he carried the ball, the way he his composure on the ball, he started off a lot of our good moves as well by stepping in and, and moving forward with the ball as well. Um, and also the fact that the subs all contributed. You know, the subs. I mean, if you look at Tony Roberts, who he was buzzing. I mean, I'm sure there was input from from Bruno, but. Um, they absolutely nailed it. All of them contributed. Trincao, this is the kind of quality that we've, you know, we've been waiting to see at points this season that maybe he hasn't shown us all the time, but today he was immense—a goal and an assist in like a little cameo role was just superb. And that, that just that little bit of quality pushed us over the line to get the result. And uh, Connor Cody, it, you know, after his little error playing the ball out for the second goal for, to then step forward. And it's him that makes that first pass of that move and then follows it up the pitch to finish it off. He's just class. Uh, like, unreal moment. And there's nothing better than a last-minute equaliser, is there?
0: And in many respects, Claire, if they'd have gone away from this game having lost, we'd have all been kind of going, how, how did they manage to do that to themselves? Because the chances, you know, you come to Stamford Bridge, you expect the opposition... To have most of the ball, you expect them to create some chances. But you know, when these highlights come on the television, it will be chance after chance after chance for those in gold, not in blue.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it was. I mean, it's exactly what we've been speaking about all season today. I mean, to come to Stamford Bridge and create fourteen chances. I think it was only four on target. But it's just that little factor of us being clinical and also the chances falling into to the right players. I think Aitnori, Sice uh, Dendonka they had our big chances, we didn't have masses of chances for you, want your Jimenez and your Netos to be in those positions, but actually they all contributed in their own way as well, Jimenez could have had a, you know, a goal on another day if that shot would have curled round into the corner, so um, I think it's just about that contribution from all over the pitch, but yes, we're still talking about us being clinical, but I think you just have to take the positive, I think one thing that the fans really want to see is just that desire, the fact that they wanted to bounce back, the fact that they believed that they could get back into the game as well, they didn't give up, they kept, kept grinding away till till we got the goal and you know in between these moments there's brilliant chances for you know, Chelsea where Jose Saga is making some fantastic saves as well so it's not like it was you know it was an absolute battle it was a, it was a, it was a good game if you were a neutral I think you'd be, you know, be, be happy with that game to watch
0: You mentioned this is what you want to
2: see
0: I said in commentary to Tomo that you know there was a point wasn't there when it was 2-0 down and you know I said we're going to learn a lot about these players now because they were looking round, weren't they? It's a particularly curious kind of vantage point that we have here at Stamford Bridge, a little bit behind the bench. I mean, the celebrations after that second goal were unreal. But, you know, Neto and Neves lived and kicked every single ball from that bench. But when you looked around after the second goal went in, I looked at Jean Martino. I looked at Connor Cody. I looked at Raul Jimenez. Three of the most senior players. Bolly and Dendonka you can add into this as well. Something had to change. They had to step up. They had to sort it themselves. Tomo, did they do that for you?
1: Yeah, they did. So, look, at the end of the day, so look, they got themselves into a position where they were struggling to get anything out of the game, being 2 nil down. Um, they wasted a few chances um, in the game. But what they did, they, they, they showed that desire to get in there and to get Kind like, of cold. Cody's won that. There's two or three Chelsea players around him. And he just made sure that he was winning that header when the ball came in. But it's about quality going in, isn't it? It's about the quality of the delivery. Um, and look, if you're putting that in there, your players know that they can go and attack it. And that's why he stayed up there. He knows that there ain't long left in the game. He knows that the the, the clock's against them. But what he has done, Connor Cody there, so look, he's, he's made sure he's got his team a point. He's made sure that they've gone away from here with their, their heads held high, the fans are happy but that will feel like a win today after conceding those two goals.
0: Uh, Andy says, we'd love to see a replay in Bruno's house when Cody scored. Uh, Dave Wright says, surely we must give Chiquinha a run in the team now. He looked like what we've been missing. Pace down the wing, 100% good, effort and crosses into
1: the box. He did well when he came on. He looked sharp. He looked direct. He looked like he wanted to uh, get at the Chelsea players. And again, it's, it's, we, you spoke about having a player that can drive on or can get past players. And he did that when he came on. So I'll tell you what, and then is it that uh, all-important cross for the the equaliser,
0: Claire. There's a there's a lovely directness, isn't there, and maybe an innocence about Cecchino that you know he just sees ball run, sees ball cross. It, it's it's not complicated. This not it, he out. makes maybe he's just making it look easy, Claire.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think he's he's something that you 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 want to gamble on on the bench. You're not you're not kind of quite sure. I don't think we've seen enough of him to to say like, clearly how he's how going to roll. But I think the fact that he's so explosive, the fact that he wants to take people on, he wants to get on the ball. Uh, within a minute of being on the pitch, he's, he's straight on the ball and driving forward, which was excellent to see. Um, and he's also a raw talent that I think we can work with. And I think he can and give us moments that are going to create... Um, fantastic potential for us. So I think he's a great player to have on the bench, and he's a type of person that you look to to have on the bench because sometimes when you look, you, you know, you're not sure. Sometimes Trinkao comes off, sometimes he doesn't. Uh, you wondered if silver might come on today. Today, Huang, I thought, did brilliantly when he came on. The same for obviously Chiquinho and obviously Trincao. So it's great to see the whole squad contributing. And I think the one thing that Wolves you know have have got is that that team spirit and i think like you say the senior players amongst the the squad will be saying you know we don't want to see the season out like let it just go you know to, to nothing really and mm. not win any more points as we go through we want to push on and you know if we're not going to get into europe that's fine we've got some challenging games to come but to see us step up today the way we have against chelsea i think it'll give us confidence going on for the you know the liverpool game the man city game uh, and obviously we've got the norwich game as well so west ham pretty much a very similar run into us because that They've got Norwich and Man City within their final three as well. So, you know, there's some key games to play in there. Who knows? It'd be great. How good would it be to sneak in there at the end?
0: Oh well, stranger things have happened, haven't they? The way the way football goes sometimes. Uh Rich says time to move on some of the old guard and play with a positive mindset, completely different team when we do. Uh Rocking Chair Dave says, this is what we're capable of. Oh, my heart is just starting to slow down forever. Wolves, uh, Jared says, this is the Wolves I know. They don't give up. They fight hard to come from behind. You can't count them out. Pam says, that was the second half surge that I ordered. Baltimore Wolves says, Chiquinho looks the real deal. So clever and quick. James says, deserved a point by that awful start to the second half. Uh, Super from Willinor says, Joaquinio made the difference. We played with pace, which suits us. Lovely cross in. Code's prolific. Isn't it nice to smile again? Sarah says, Wolves are back on track at last. Committed till the end. Um, it, we mentioned a little bit, Tomo. Uh, we talked a lot about it, actually, after the game against Brighton. This stat that, Wolves regularly came from behind in games. Now, that's not always a good thing because it says that you're conceding goals. But the powers of recovery hadn't been there this year. Only against Aston Villa had we come from behind to get points. This is a massive boost to change that start.
1: Well, it is. And again, so look, the longer it went on, the, the more people were going to talk about it. The more people were going to say, well, if Wolves go behind, then they're going to come back. They ain't going to offer nothing. And they've showed and proved people wrong today. So, look, at the end of the day... Look, who would have thought that? Say, look, with the the way that we'd played this year, and the way that we hadn't got back into games apart from the Villa game, that we were going to get anything out of this one. Look, so, but it just shows you the the ability and the uh, of this squad. So, look, and, and again, I've said it time and time again, we have got a good squad. We've got a talented squad. So, look, it's, I know some of them probably need to believe in themselves a little bit more, um, but you see, them there, when you're positive, when you take the games to play uh, teams. You can cause problems, and we did that today. We caused looks at we the first 20 minutes or so, we hardly got out of our half, but then all of a sudden we start to grow in confidence, start to link a few passes together, and all of a sudden we cause a problem for Chelsea. We create opportunities um, again in that first half, so we probably had the better of the chances. I know they had a goal ruled off with Werner uh, and also Loftus Cheek, but at the end of the day, we believe that this squad. Is more than capable of winning games against even the best teams in this league. So we fancy ourselves against anybody. If we're on our game, if we're on our play, the ability of this squad uh, can get you into games and get you some points in it. And that's what they've done today.
0: Um, One thing, Claire Hateman, they need to stop doing, stop conceding penalties into double figures now for the season and five in the last five. You're always going to be up against it, especially if you've got a bit of a record where you struggle to come from behind in games. Stop gifting teams goals.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, literally in my notebook, I've written gift twice, and that, that, that actually is what it's all about. I mean, where he is in the penalty area as well, right in the corner, there's just no need. I'd rather him just let him through. And I reckon, of, you know, he's still got quite a lot to do. It's not like he was through on goal, and we had to make that challenge. He didn't. If he can't see it out, like Tomo said, tow it out for a corner. We You know, it was better than giving away a penalty. It was, a, it was a blatant penalty. I don't think there's any arguments over that. Um, the movement was there, but it's not. It's not helping. It's you know, it's a little bit of lack of concentration maybe at the start of the second half, and just switching off just for, just for that split second. And you know, your back's against the wall. And today it tells you like what an achievement it is to come back at Stamford Bridge from two 0 down. To, you know, to get a point fantastic because when you go a goal down and you're giving them the goal sometimes your heads drop and and everyone else around you drops as well because you kind of expect from then on it will only go one way so you know credit to the boys for for the way we battled back but totally, I think, uh, you can't give away penalties, I th- you, you, you kind of don't mind if it's one of those, must, you know, must tackle in that area, he's going to get a shot away, he's likely to score, it's a bit different than, you know, he's, he's, he's on the byline, he's not got any angle to shoot from, he's still got a lot to do, and there was quite a lot of Wolves players around to cover as well, so, it was just a little bit of a silly challenge, a little bit naive from Syce, but um, you know, the boys battled back and got a point, and I bet Sy- Syce is super chuffed with that as well.
0: Um. Just on a point, Claire, I guess then, you know, we talk about confidence to, to take into Manchester City. Does, this, does that Manchester City game have a completely different viewpoint now from Wolves compared to what would have happened if they'd have lost the game? Because this, the performance for the 90-odd minutes is still there, right? They still take confidence from the way they'd come here, but it's different when they've actually got something to take from it than just applaud it for the way they play.
2: Yeah, totally. And I think the fact it's kind of escalated, isn't it? With the fact that it's a last minute equaliser. They've battled back the achievement from the boys sticking together to see that through, to, to get that valuable point. I think they'll build confidence from there. They'll be absolutely buzzing off that. And I think they will totally take that, pick that up and take it into the Man City game. And it's the kind of game that you do need to have that kind of positive mindset in. Man City ain't going to be happy, obviously, because they're off the back of going out in the Champions League. But they're also equally going to be, you know, they're going to be under pressure from Liverpool as well. So they they can't be in a position where they can lose games. So actually the pressure's all on Man City. I think, you know, today maybe we had to relax a little bit and said, you know what, let's enjoy our football. Let's take the game to them. Let's do what we've always done, which is, you know, what we traditionally do this season is play well, play well, but we're just not clinically enough. And, uh, you know, the Man City game, the Liverpool game, we have got to be a little bit more clinical. That's the, like, the one thing that we keep pulling out all season is the, how few goals we've, we've scored. Um, defensively, without those two gifts today, I thought, I thought the boys did well. I thought Sal was excellent, uh, the, the back three. I thought generally did well. But the two goals were poor, and you you can't give teams like Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool a, a two-goal lead head start. You know today we bounced back, and that was fantastic. But you know this isn't something you can do on a frequent basis and get away with it.
0: Tommy, what do they do differently on Wednesday night, if anything? Stop making errors. Stop making mistakes. <laughs> uh, stop getting the ball back to the opposition.
1: <laughs> but, but it is so. At the end of the day, so they've got to cut out those mistakes. Because one of the biggest problems that we have when we're playing is that we give away the ball not far outside of our penalty area. And if you're playing teams, I'd love to, for us to do it a lot more. And when we do, we cause problems. But if you're giving away the ball and against your, your massive teams, your Man City, your Liverpools, your Chelsea's, you're going to get punished. And that second goal come exactly from that where we got punished. Uh, Lukaku ended up scoring it. But you've got to just stop giving the ball away in vital areas that are going to get you... Um, in big trouble, and that's what's happened today, and we've done that throughout the season, where we've had the ball, we've given it away, we've been careless, and we've allowed teams to just keep putting pressure on us, um, and they've got to just take care of it a lot better, but also as well, it's just proven today as well, put the ball into a right area, when you get an opportunity in that top third, put it into an, an area where you can attack, and that's where that equaliser has come from as well.
0: So there are a couple of interesting selection issues then, for Wednesday, um, One thing I wanted to ask you about, Claire, and and Tomo chip in on this as well in a second, because you both played in in kind of similar type roles and stuff. Um, Johnny. Johnny is a a right-hand side of a back three. What did you make of that, Claire? Did that offer something a little bit different, and then that almost allows that more expansive wing back?
2: yeah I think well, I think Johnny's got everything in his locker, like we've said that he's come on uh, his defensive side of his game we've known has been there, but his attacking mindset as well since his comeback I think has been probably on a different level to it was previously but um i th- I think he's he's excellent I think he may he, basically him being there also releases others to have a little bit more freedom um I think you've got some look you know the luxury players in there probably like zucchinio Trinkau. It'll be interesting to see where the selection goes, because literally as you were speaking, I was just looking, thinking I wouldn't. that's going to be a difficult team selection and what a place that has to be in, because after the Brighton game, it would have been like, OK, where are we going to go with this one? Whereas now I'm saying, well, I thought Neto was excellent. I think that was his best display that he's had since he came back from injury. Um, really positive minutes, creative. Um, uh, Neves, I thought was brilliant in play. He started off a couple of our very good moves, where we, you know, where we created a chance off the back of it. Again, like we said about Bolly we've also got uh, Trincao, Trinkao, Huang, Raul, Raoul, Neto. I'm not, I'm not quite sure where he goes and, and which which formation. I think that'll be a tricky choice to see how they set up on Wednesday.
0: Tomo, how would you set up? Well, be- bear in mind we might, you know, Remain-Says might be ruled out. We don't know that for sure, but having come off today question is, do you, do you put Totty in or do you put Johnny in and do something different? You could bring Hoover in as a right wing-back. You could start Cecchino in that position. You know, lots of different thoughts.
1: No, I think he'll start Johnny down the right-hand side still. I think he'll uh, bring in Totty, uh, possibly for his replacement. Left-sided centre-half as well with it. So I think he'll go with the three there, possibly bring Totty in. Um, with it, but, again, they say, look, I, I think it'll be near enough the team that started today, I think it'll be, they'll look at it, because at the end of the day, Man City, another step up on we've played Chelsea today, we're a good side, don't get me wrong, but I think you're coming up against, in the next few weeks, the two best teams, probably, well, across Europe, maybe, maybe the world, the two of them, but they're going to cause you problems, so they're going to cause you problems, Man City, the way that they play, uh, the quick play, um, but, What we have got to do, for me, we've got to take take the game to them. We've got to take the game to them, um, Man City. Because if you stand off Man City, they will find gaps. They will find space. But I think he'll go with... Johnny will stay out on that right-hand side. Um, But I think he might bring Totty into the back line.
0: And uh, this is tongue-in-cheek, Claire, but maybe we need to send Connor Cody forwards a bit more. I mean, the guy's absolutely ruthless.
2: Oh, it's, it's superb, isn't it? And it tells you the <laughs> importance of how how much he can add now on set piece I mean, we didn't, did we? How many corners did we he have? Wasn't a up there before, was he? <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, exactly. He only went up this season. This is the first season he's actually stepped over the halfway line. But um, what a job he's doing! I think he's got. I mean, he's got everything as an Connor? I think it's his desire as well, and him going to impact the game. You know, he deserves that moment. He's a he's a hell of a player and and, and a top man as well. So. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if you trink out after that game today, you, you'd be asking the question, you know, an assist and a goal. I think he'll be knocking on the door. But I think, like Tamo said, you've got to be keeping it tight. Um, I think it'll be a similar, similar setup in terms of game plan as it was probably today, in terms of keeping it fairly tight and creating chances. But the one thing that we did today was, we, you know, even in that first half, um, it was tight defensively, but we were happy to break out with numbers as well to go and support it when we did break out and, and we create some good chances off the back of it. But I think just the, you know, the key, as we repeat many times, is just about when the chances come along, we've got to start taking them.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think we can afford to be careless with the ball what we, I think we were at times today, especially in that first 20 minutes. Because you have, I think if you're careless against your Man City's, they're going to pick you off and they're going to create a lot more opportunities for the way that they play. So... That's one of the biggest things. That, that's been probably the difference why we got back into the game, that we stopped being, giving the ball away cheaply for me. I think mm. that we took a little bit more care of it. Quality was a little bit better. Uh, spaces started to open up because our passing was a lot sharper. Uh, and look, so you can't afford to do it against your man. You, know, you can't afford to give uh, the ball away in vital areas where they're going to hurt you.
2: I think if you look as well, that you've got a 15 point gap between Chelsea and, and Liverpool and Man City. We're talking we talk a different level again. You know, mm-hmm. Chelsea are brilliant, but you, Liverpool and Man City are, you know, flying. They've got chances everywhere. They've got immense quality. Just when you think you can, you know, somebody goes off, the next player comes on that's equally, you know, worth millions and, and a superb player as well. So I think it's a different level of threat with Man City and, and Liverpool. It's possibly more how they deal with the pressure of the situation they're in. and 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 us taking the game to them a little bit.
0: Um, Player of the match from you, Claire?
2: Uh, I would probably go... It's difficult, actually. I think that's a really difficult question because today it's a tough choice. If you'd have asked me on Saturday, I'd have struggled to say one, I think. But uh, this week, uh, I'd be between Willy Bolly and Jose Sarr for the moments he he saved us. I'd probably go Willy Bolly. If you you make me choose one, it'd be Willy Bolly.
1: Tomo? Yeah, it was difficult because there was nobody who was that outstanding in the game because um, I thought it was pretty scrappy until, like, we started with we 2-0 down, then we started to play better. Um, but I thought um, Bolly stood strong, I thought. Um, look, say, Matinho in the centre of midfield, I thought, started to get into it. I think he struggled a little bit at the beginning, but he started to get into the game a lot more. Started to find his passing range for uh, the game, but, look, oh, I know we conceded too, but Big errors from us, penalty and getting the ball away. So, yeah, Bolly I thought, covered pretty well and did well in in defensive moments.
0: Hopefully uh, we can keep this feel-good factor running. I mean, it's only Manchester City on Wednesday, you know, goodness me. Uh. I'll tell you what, it's it's (laughs) just strange that you've ended up playing the last four
1: games of the season and you've got the top three. Yeah. So, So it looks, and the the one team that's got relegated, well, Norwich getting relegated, but, like, see, look... they're all, t- all yeah. top in this league, but I still stand, stand by what I said. I think that we can give anybody a game
0: in this league. I just want to finish on, at half-time in the game, during the commentary, we had a message from Govinda who said, I'm hoping Wolves' chances of actually putting the ball in the net are better than my attempts at lighting a barbecue second half. Then he <laughs> got back in contact again and said he managed to get it lit just before Trinkaus' goal. You're asking the question, have I inspired them? Yeah, he, Govinda, I'll say that you did. Yeah, you give a spark. <laughs> there you it's go.
1: <laughs>
0: Claire Hagman, Addy Thompson, thank you very much indeed. Wow, what an afternoon. <sighs> Football is a strange, strange game at times. You can absolutely hate it one weekend and absolutely love it the next. <sighs> we'll do it all again on Wednesday.